The Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Champ. Interact with the show on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle and at Hawkeye Huddle 2. And hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700 The Champ. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you along the way. Uh, we are not at GMIX tonight. Imagine that. Now, I, I want to emphasize that uh, this this is a weird show. We're, we're doing a Monday night. David is in Cancun on the phone. I'm in studio. This is how weird this is getting. And uh, so it's it's uh, it's off the rails. But we we uh, we decided uh, that today, even though G-Mix is open tonight, if you are out and about and you want to have something to eat, they are still open. They are ready to go. We just didn't feel that it was uh, it was up to us to encourage people one way or the other to decide what to do. So we're in studio tonight. Uh, but they're open. And not only today, by the way, if you're out for your uh, shenanigans tomorrow night uh, or tomorrow afternoon with uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day, they're going to have the best corned beef cabbage in town. Let me and, and cabbage in town. Let me tell you that right now. So, uh, you know, G-Mix is the place to go for not only tonight if you want to eat, but uh, also tomorrow. We'll keep talking about that the rest of the show because I feel bad that we're not there tonight. But uh, this is the safe way for us to go. And, uh, David, uh, you're probably a little removed from that. But you've got a, uh, an interesting day tomorrow as you try to make your way back to Des Moines from Cancun. Uh, my friend, uh, it's not a lot of fun here right now, but I'm not looking, I would not be looking forward to tomorrow if I were you. Well, I'm looking forward to tomorrow because we don't come home till Wednesday. Oh, I was thinking, oh, you've got an extra day. I'm good for you. Well, enjoy Wednesday then and tomorrow you can have a lot of fun. Right, right. And, uh, I believe we'll be going to play the Carmen tomorrow in reminiscence of the day after your wedding and, uh, having a. I almost remember right that. Down there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I understand. And uh, no, it's you know it's it's interesting down here. You, you ask uh, the local people what they think, and you know basically they've been told that the uh, COVID nineteen or whatever we're going to call it today um, is doesn't live in this warm of temperature. You know, it's eighty five degrees, and so. It can't survive, or at least can't survive for any appreciable time. So uh, it's been, I don't know, it's weird. It's sort of surreal. You watch your Fox News and you see what's going on. And I, you know, I check my Twitter and see that the entire sports world has come to a halt, which is beyond strange. Um, I understand why they're doing it, but it is a weird time to be around when something like this can permeate throughout all levels of life. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, so, you know, this, this sports talk show, this is what we do, right? First of all, by the way, yes. Uh, seven years ago, uh, six years ago today, six years ago today, we were in Cancun with you and, uh, you stood up, you and your wife, Christy stood up with uh, me and my wife, Tammy, as we got married. So happy anniversary to my wife, uh, Tammy. We, we were down there with you at the same spot, the moon palace appreciated that. And then, uh, the next day we did do Playa de conference. So I'm glad that you're doing a little anniversary trip for us. That's pretty cool, but you're there right. You I, <laughs> I, I think, I, I think one of the things, uh, and I do, but remember, by the way, it was just a really fun day. We'll put it that way. Um, I think one of the things I saw I, I saw yesterday, somebody had, and I've seen a number of them now, that uh, a couple people have put an, a lot of basketball um, highlights to the uh, one shining moment from CBS uh, going ahead and, and doing the entire college basketball year. They've done the Big Ten as well, and I've seen some of that. And actually, when I was watching it yesterday, I, I, got, a, I got a little misty. 
I got a little verklempt, sure. right? Because it, it, we, on the one hand, there's an excitement, there's an adrenaline. You and I get this every time we watch the Hawkeyes, you know, play. On the other hand, you realize what's happening to our world when this is absent, right? There's there's only a few things that could, I don't even know what else it would be that could make this happen, right? And and then you so you so you feel emotional and weep for your Iowa Hawkeye teams who didn't get the chance to do what it was that they had earned. I mean, let's look at this this winter season what they had earned, including the wrestlers who could have won a national right. and probably would have won a national championship. You weep for that, and then you think to yourself, "Oh my gosh, what does this mean for the rest of the world?" So sports is is an escape in a lot of ways. Sports is an excitement in a lot of ways. It's it's and yet it's 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 a um, it's it's a harbinger. It's a it's a hallmark. It's a watershed. No matter where you are of moments in time, and and down the road, God willing, what we're doing right now will be the right thing, and we will think about how we canceled all these sporting events and all these different and schools and all that instead of the thousands of people that died. Let's hope that's what we do, right? That we think about that right. time when it, when we didn't get to see Iowa win their national championship in wrestling, but we did save thousands of lives because we did the right thing. Um, and, and, and very similar to why I'm sitting here with Lysol wipes, by the way, for my headphones, you know, for today, because we're doing all of these things, which are just, they're strange and they're surreal. And wait till you get back, my friend, you've been gone for a week. When you left, we were, I, I joked a little bit about it last week. Right. I mean, but because right. I thought it was more like the flu. Right. But uh, it's gotten really, it's gotten very real around here. Um, even as other states have it more real as well. So it'll be interesting, I think, for you to come back and see. And, and, and I hope, uh, we certainly pray that, uh, that what we're doing now and, and removing all of this, uh, we're going to talk whatever we can about the Hawkeyes the rest of the show, but, but by removing all of this, that it actually works, right? It, it, it smooths right. things out. It moves that curve out. Fewer people get it over a longer period of time. And it gets to be 80 degrees here in Iowa, and the thing doesn't live, and we get more time to to uh, to find our way around it. Uh, and we come back with a football season coming up uh, in, in the fall, and, and we don't we don't have to worry about it anymore. That might be pie in the sky, but uh, that's certainly what we're doing. Well, and I I think that that's certainly what we and and likely millions of Americans are hoping for. Um, you know, is that there will become a return to normalcy. I remember, we all remember after 9-11 when the uh, Yankees were playing at home and President Bush came out and threw that first pitch, and it, and it, it gave a purpose of we're back, okay? You took us off the sidelines for a couple, three weeks, but we're back. The country's back. Football players were running out with flip you know, uh, American flags, and and there was a sense of unity. And interesting, the United States becoming united in isolation individually. It's an interesting dichotomy if you think about it. But you're right. I mean, it will work. I mean, if, obviously, this is transmitted through person to person, you know, through coughing or sneezing or whatever uh, manner that that happens. 
And so, you know, as far as the the part that really hurts, it doesn't hurt me, but it, I feel empathy to are the seniors of all of these athletic teams in the sports world, particularly in the college world, because they don't get next year. And while maybe some of them will be get granted an extra year, you know, maybe baseball players probably more so than anybody else. I mean, I, I could you imagine they give Ryan Craner another year? No, not after playing the full year. No, you're right. The one, the one sport that barely got started was baseball and softball probably. Right. 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 So, I mean, but at the end of the day, you feel for those guys because they didn't get an opportunity to have their one shining moment on stage, their stage, the basketball court, the wrestling mat. Um, you know, the seniors on that wrestling team who are going for national titles don't get that opportunity. And so it's, uh, you know, I'm sure Tom Brands is pissed. But he also understands the gravitas that is around this and that it's the world and, and the health of not just the country, but literally the world is far bigger than the national tournament and what what those Hawkeye wrestlers, you know, have done throughout the season. Well, and, you, you know, I, I think Tom Brands and some of his comments uh, last week when they canceled the uh, NCAA championships, um, some of his comments were closer to, to what mine, my thoughts were at the time. I mean, this thing changes every day, okay? It, it, from, right. from, and, and where we were on Thursday versus where we are right now, I, I think your brain changes over. I had, I had a different opinion. I, I still, and I, I want to talk about this a little bit, I still have a little question as to what they were doing with the Big Ten Basketball Championship. I, I, I don't quite get this. But well, was, res- it, was it Creighton? Was it Creighton? They're, they're in the middle of a game. How does that help? Right. I mean, cutting the game. This is this was my point about the Big Ten basketball tournament. Iowa, I think, I thought, at least, I thought, you know, the the first game of the day was about to start. Iowa was there. Every fan that was going was already in Indianapolis. All the families and the players were already in Indianapolis, right? So, uh, to me, it was, at the time... A politically correct move. It looked good. I, there was there was there was no logical reason to stop those basketball games from happening. None, because those now maybe now when you look at it and go, okay, well, there's ten to twenty kids interacting with each other with sweat all over their bodies and they're bumping into each other and coughing in each other and stuff. Maybe okay, but they didn't prevent. Other than that, by canceling the tournament, they didn't prevent anything. The kids were already there. They're already there. They were already in Indianapolis, staying at the hotels with their families. And oh, by the way, a lot of them stayed the weekend. You know why? They had nothing else to do. So by cutting the tournament, I mean, seriously, there was no logical reason to cancel that tournament. None. NCAA tournament this weekend? Absolutely. Because teams were going to travel to that, fans, fa- family members, media, and you could have cut that off. But all, all of the Iowa media were there. They were already there. Gary Dolphin was there. Tom Cakert. They were already in the arena, right? They've already been exposed. So why are you cutting this game off? Why did you cut the day off? It made no sense other than it looked good. Okay. Now, well, transfer you now, to- now you transfer that over to now. You turn back and go, well, you look at the way this thing spreads. 
even 25, 30 people in the, in the arena. They didn't want to see that happen, and I, I get it. But it, now for sure, I get it. But then I didn't get it. And Tom Brands, I think, was the same way last week. He wasn't sure. I think today you might get a different story out of him. Right. I suspect you're right. I do. Completely. I suspect that you are uh, uh, 100% accurate of that. And and it will be interesting to hear what Tom has to say here in a few minutes um, as it relates to the atmosphere in Indianapolis, the chaos, the uncertainty of what's going on, all of those sorts of things. And, you know, how did they feel? <laughs> right, right. I mean, at it, 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 the time, I mean, how did they feel? Right, and, it, and that's, uh, it's a weird deal. It, it's 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 it, it's it's easy to it, now. It's better to look and see how that that played out and what else is happening. But at the time, and and I still like I say, I I I think they should have played the tournament. I think they should have. I don't I don't think. I mean, we played the Iowa State boys basketball tournament still. You know, and there's another right. crazy deal. Why would they? Why would you let fans go through Thursday night, but then not let them go Friday and Saturday? I mean, it's I. I uh, t- to me, we somewhere in the middle, we decided what looked good was better versus what was actually good. Actually good, then nobody would have been there, right? So I I, I get it uh, in some ways, but but in other ways, I think they should have let things go through this weekend and 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 finish that out. Now NCAA tournament next weekend, absolutely. And wrestling, by the way, um, I I can see where. When you talk about the number of kids in each weight class that would have had been wrestling each other, I can see where maybe that was a little worrisome as well. You know, um, it, it's a, it's an interesting thing. But uh, it, one of the things that you even forget about, so it's not only the seniors. Is you're looking at a Spencer Lee who was looking to be Iowa's uh, uh, first four-time champion, right? Not first. Right. Latest. Four-time champion, right? And um, he he does he's not going to get that chance probably not going to get that chance right um were there options i love to to see some of the talk about some of the options that were out there would the ncaa basketball tournament have been okay to go with 16 teams and play a one weekend tournament uh this weekend or last weekend with no fans interesting idea what would you have done with that would iowa have been part of that and if they hadn't would we all be okay with that Interesting thought, too. All right, we're going to attempt to have you and Tom Kaker on the phone at the same time. If it doesn't work, David, we'll get you back for the last segment. If it does, we'll be back on the other side with Tom. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. We'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700, the champ. Back to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge on 1700, the champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. And we are back here on the Hawkeye Huddle. In studio today... G Migs is still open. If you uh, if you're out and about looking for something to eat tonight, head down to G Migs in uh, Valley Junction, Fifth Street in West Des Moines. Burger night. Uh, it'll continue, and then tomorrow they'll have corned beef and cabbage for you, the best in town. So uh, they are still open. We're just uh, trying to be a little responsible and heading in studio today. David, of course, is in Cancun anyway, so I'd just be sitting, staring, and talking into uh, into the vast <laughs> openness on my on my own. Hopefully there'd be a crowd around me, but I'd I'd be talking to to myself anyway. So uh, this is what we're doing. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com, though. I believe we have conferenced in. Do we have? Do we? Tom, are you there? I'm I'm here. Fabulous, and we can all hear each other. I think which is kind of an unusual. I can hear you. I can hear you great. That's cool. 
Hey, so Tom, uh, you know, um, David and I were talking on the on in the last segment about uh, the one thing that neither one of us can get a feel for was what it was like last Thursday morning in uh, or in and even Wednesday evening in Indianapolis as as everything kind of unfolded right up until right before game time for the Big Ten t- uh, tournament uh, on Thursday. Give us a little feel for the feeling and, and sort of the, the way things unfolded for you on Thursday morning. Yeah, it was strange because I had fully expected to wake up that morning and, and see an email from the Big Ten saying conference tournament's done, you know, because of what had happened the night before with Rudy Gobert testing positive uh, for the coronavirus and then the NBA basically suspending their season. And I just thought there's no way, no way that it's not going to happen. And so, but no email. So I I go, go there and I get there probably about 10 minutes before um, the teams were going to be allowed to get on the floor at, um, it was a uh, 11 a.m. local time, uh, 10 a.m. Central Time, and walk out to the floor, take a picture, wait around over there, and then Michigan comes roaring out, and you know there's nobody in the stands. It's just you know it's just uh, media people and um, security people, and they're hyped up and ready to go. And then right behind me, the Rutgers kids come out and literally go back, go into the back spend two minutes there getting my computer started up and the kid sitting across from me, the SID from the Michigan, uh, um, one of the SID officials from Michigan looks up and says, SID just text me. Uh, the, the both teams are being escorted off the field. I'm like, we're done or off the floor and we're done and walked out to the court and everybody was gone. That was it. That's Wild, crazy! Never time. seen anything like it. Just never seen anything like it. I'm walking out to turn the corner. They hadn't sent out the email yet, and as I'm walking to turn the corner to go out to the court, I see Mike Grimm, you know, native Iowan Mike Grimm, who's the voice of the Gophers. Mike holds up his phone and says, "Tom, I canceled it." I was like, "Figures," <laughs> you know. So then, about 20 minutes later, we got to speak with. Uh, with uh, Commissioner Warren and talk to him about his decision. But it was st- the whole thing, you know, we're not even a week away from what that ha- from that happening. And it seems like it was a century ago. Yeah, it, it feels like does. a month ago, right? Totally. Yeah, it, 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 it is. Things have changed so much. We were talking about how things have changed so much over the last four or five days since then. And, and the, <clears throat> their opinion, even my opinion of, of, of how things went down and, and what they did, it, it just changes so quickly that suddenly it seems like it was a long time ago. Did, what did, what, what was, I, and I didn't catch this, what did, did uh, Commissioner Warren say was the reason for waiting so long into the morning before they made that decision? Yeah, he said he, he struggled with it and he wanted to make sure he was making the right decision. And he was, he was kind of, um, I guess the right word is he was he's probably trying to kind of get a consensus, touch base with everybody um, at all the different schools and make sure that he was making the right decision and for the right reasons. And then it, because 
you know, he, I think he was there earlier in terms of this was the decision he was probably going to make, but I think he wanted to make sure and talk to some people and, um, you know, just make hundred percent sure because the decision he made impacted not only the basketball tournament, but you know, all the other sports really spring sports done, you know, they're done. And so, you know, I, I I talked to somebody from, I go ahead, go ahead. No, Tom, here, here's my question. So he's trying to gather consensus in, in, I mean, some, some days you wish Jim Delaney was such a great commissioner that, I think he would have made that decision and just told everybody, this is what we're doing, um, mm-hmm. almost without regard. But my, here was he, my question was, what was it like there on Wednesday night when you had the two play-in games? And Fred Hoiberg basically throwing up on the court. <laughs> right. Well, that yes. factored in, too. I was, I was not there on Wednesday night because Iowa wasn't playing, so, and, you know, I just – and you know, right. I just really didn't, um, you know, I could have gone to see Minnesota play, but I just didn't feel like it was necessary to, to be at the arena. But, and I was driving over that night. So I was kind of like blissfully unaware of the Hoiberg thing. I was getting alerts on my phone about the NBA stuff as I was getting to Indianapolis. But then I, I get to Indianapolis and I get a text from a couple of friends of mine and they're like, is Fred Hoiberg going to die? You know? (laughs) And I was like, what are you guys talking about? I don't, I have no idea what they're talking about. And I, you know, and then I finally called him when I got parked and I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, they took him to the hospital. I mean, Oh man. Yeah. If he's got coronavirus, we're not, they're going to send out the, 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 uh, the conference tournament is over, uh, tonight. Uh, but thankfully it wasn't. And, you know, Fred just had a little, little cold or flu or something, and and um, you know he's he's healthy. But you know, Kevin Warren was asked about that, and he said, you know, kind of factored into his decisions too. I mean, because all it was, guys, all it was going to take was one person to test positive for the virus, and and whatever you were doing was done. That's just kind of how it was. And we're right. we're here, we're here all of this stuff going on. And I think as we look back from a historical perspective, it will be the minute that Rudy Gobert tested positive and the minute the NBA suspended their season was the minute our world changed to where it is now. So when you, when you move forward from that, the the one, uh, the baseball season being canceled, softball and baseball uh, to me is, is one of the interesting ones. Although now when you take a look at all the other things that are happening, uh, the timeframe actually seems about right. But that, that seems like one that they, they made an early call (laughs) getting the whole season, taking the whole season away from there. That's one where we might look, I mean, these other sports, you look at, Guys that and 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 uh, girls who went through the the whole year and just didn't get to finish it out. That's one where they they really got cut off before they could get going. Is that one where they can look at the at the seniors getting an extra year somehow, or 
I mean, they can do whatever they the winter, want. The, are they are, the, 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 the winter spring, sports? No, the spring ones. I think the spring ones are the ones oh, you have to look at. Ones, yeah. They're going, yeah, the spring ones I think they're definitely going to do. I, I think they're definitely going to grant those people um, extra eligibility. Heck, that, the Iowa softball team, when the season ended, they had already landed down in Florida to play playing in uh, a series over the weekend. <laughs> And they just, they landed and just basically had to come back home. Uh, thankfully, the Iowa baseball team hadn't taken off for Northridge. Um, you know, it's the second time that Rick Heller and his baseball career as a manager has and co- head coach has has had to tell um, the team some really bad news. I mean, you remember he was at UNI when the program disbanded. Um, <laughs> so and right. He had to do that, and then you know this week he had to. I, late last week, he had to tell his team that the season was over. And, you, you know, how tough is that? I mean, it's just, tough. and, you know, and I feel for Spencer Lee, for God's sakes, kid was going to win a national title for the third straight year. I mean, right. it was about as big a lock as there was at that tournament. And there were going to be fifteen to 20,000 Iowa fans in Minneapolis this weekend. And now, you know, it, not only does Spencer Lee lose a chance for, um, you know, winning a third straight NCAA title, it's probably pretty likely he's not going to get a chance to win an Olympic gold medal this year either. You know? Uh, Is that because they're not going to have I, Olympic trials? Or they ain't going to have the Olympics? Well, no, they're going to have – they may not have the Olympics. I mean, uh, well, anybody right. feel optimistic about the Olympics happening right now? I don't. A lot can change, yeah. and I hope it does. But um, when are those supposed to start? August. It's yeah, I think it's July, August, somewhere in that okay. area. Yeah, obviously. Can you imagine? Good lord! Yeah, hey, we are we are in uncharted territory. That's for sure. Well, let's it's, let's. It's, uh, Let's give ourselves yeah, a let's let's give ourselves a little positive something to talk about. Luke, Luca Garza named three different All American teams today, um, and and as we look forward, um, I mean he's being named to every All American team as well he should be. But uh, we can at least look back and celebrate a, a couple of fabulous Spencer Lee being one of them, uh, a, a fabulous year for him. Obviously uh, Kathleen Doyle, um, it, which is terrible that she's not going to get to finish that out, but. Luca Garza, and by for all uh, accounts, will probably be back next year. But uh, an incredible year, and he's being honored for such. And it looks it's looking more and more like he's got a chance at that National Player of the Year. Yeah, he's going to have a shot. And you know, you, you brought up Kathleen Doyle. I mean, um, you know, tonight should be a night where we're celebrating the Iowa women's basketball, and they're able to, you know, play host again this year. Um, right. You know, uh, and. No, it's not possible, but you know, um, you know, Luca, fantastic season. I'm curious. I haven't seen any NCAA player of notes declare for the draft yet. And I think everybody's just kind of put some of their, um, you know, their own things on the, on the, uh, back burner, but you know, when's there going to be an NBA draft? It's always after the season. Well, I heard- season might not be until yeah, I- August. I, I heard the NFL is going to still have the draft, but none of the other stuff in Las Vegas. Yeah, they're I mean, just all- going to low-key it. I would imagine um, 
they may not even do guys walking out and I mean you, they can't do the right. the bro hug with Roger Goodell now we got to bump elbows. <laughs> so funny. I mean, are you going to even bother bringing those kids and their families to anywhere? I wouldn't. Probably not. No, Probably not. It's it's. I it's wouldn't yeah, it's just do do Skype yeah. or Skype or some video technology of those people in their homes and. Um, yeah, FaceTime you know, or something. You can talk to them that way. Yeah, just do something, something low key. There's, you know, until we get through this um, and, and get to the other side. Whenever that happens, you gotta just uh, kind of chill and and. Um, so, but you don't want to. It just off. sucks for it's. It sucks for. It. By the way, Iowa is still doing their pro day on Monday, but obviously none of the NFL teams will be there. Um, they're just going to videotape it, according to Gil Brandt from the NFL, NFL.com. Uh, and then they're just going to send the video out. And, you know, so Epinesa is going to get a chance to run the 40 again. And I think that's probably the the big thing. Um, but it's just weird. I mean, these kids are not going out to visit NFL franchises like they would be doing this time of year. Um, with Luca Garza, if he declares for the draft, who's he going to go work out for? They're not doing any workouts. You know, NBA teams won't be able to work them out. What's the point? You know, um, it's just, it, I wonder, you know, I threw something out today that I, I wonder if they'll do uh, do the NBA draft before they resume the season. Sure. Why not? We need content. Well, how, would they, how would they determine draft <laughs> position? <laughs> uh, just based just based on where their standings are today. I guess Draft so. You that go, way. Right. You go that way. And <laughs> because it seems lottery. like it seems, it seems like they're just going to open things up to, um, you know, as a playoff anyway. Yep. I like the Spencer Din- Dinwiddie um, suggestion. And that was do, um, do it um, a, um, an NBA playoff, like an NCAA tournament. Be a, certainly a <laughs> different, be, awesome. be a different look, wouldn't it? But you start from the just go, be just do it. Awesome. Yeah, it would be. be. It would be those. Be those games would be. Awesome. It, it's it's such a different strategy. You know, those games would be wars, absolute wars. If those yeah. guys are back, and it, even if you even if you don't feel comfortable doing one and done, do do best That's two out of three then for every one of those rounds. Yeah. All right. It'd be hey, fun. Hey Tom, uh, appreciate the you know um, not only checking in but. Uh, this, this is good conversation when we got nothing else to talk about. You know, no games, but it is yeah. interesting stuff. I think David and I, no matter what, are going to do one more day, uh, one more week together next week, our regular Tuesday, just to wrap the seasons up. So uh, we'll talk to you next week okay. and appreciate it. All right? Sounds good, guys. Take care of yourselves. Thanks, Tom. You too. Tom Caker to HawkeyeReport.com, and uh, we do appreciate it. David, we've got one more segment left, and then uh, we'll let you uh, have have a day of fun before you have to <laughs> try to figure out how to get home. But uh, yeah, right. yeah, well, well, uh, well, because yeah, uh, it it sounds like uh, you're going to go through some screening processes and whatnot. To, hopefully, no, you guys are feeling you know, okay. We, oh no, we all we feel great. I mean, here's the the interesting part, if you will, is that we are flying into O'Hare, oh. and I I saw the six hour yeah issues that were going on there. And my hope is that by Wednesday. They've got that figured they out. Got that all figured out. <laughs> you can, you, you know, can, you can always hope. <laughs> I mean, can. you're right. I, mean, I, I can't say for certain it'll be figured out, but if, if at that point you just got to do what you got to do, right? Absolutely, absolutely. 
All right, my friend, we'll be back with one more segment here in a little bit. On the other side, uh, we'll return on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700, The Champ. You're listening to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge on 1700, The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back in studio here at 1700, The Champ, Red Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. down in Cancun. Back next week, we'll wrap up the 2019-2020 Hawkeye Huddle season. Our 16th on the air, and we will uh, we'll do that next week. And and God willing, we'll be actually at G-Migs. Um, they're still open, by the way. Uh, still serving food tonight. Burger night, get down there and have a good time if you are out and about. And uh, actually, uh, I mean, if you are, then more power to you because I, I, I we were just talking here in studio. I think, uh, you know, I, I think there's reasons to be out and about right now if you want to be. Uh, we're just not going to tell people to do that. And we will say that tomorrow, if you're out for uh, St. Patrick's Day, uh, corned beef and cabbage, uh, some of the best stuff in town. Certainly, if you've had G-Mix food before, you know how good that will be, and they'll have that tomorrow as well. And, David, we want to thank our other uh, uh, sponsors on the program. Of course, uh, Kozlowski Law. appreciate uh, uh, Big Koz, David Kozlowski, uh, his support uh, this last year and, of course, over the last several years. And our friends at the Foundry, Scott Bush, uh, of course, who – has uh, co-hosted from time to time, and and uh, his partners who uh, go in on the Foundry Distillery uh, over there in West Des Moines as well. Uh, a lot of good stuff there if you want to step in and uh, stop in and buy some of their stuff. That, and you can get it uh, around town as well as they begin to release more and more of, of each of their things. And then, of course, G-Migs. Uh, appreciate uh, everything that they've done for us in the Hawkeye Huddle uh, over the last couple of years and, and, uh, and making sure that this show continues to go on the air. If you miss any portion of today's program... And it has actually been a pretty good program, considering we haven't had a single score to talk about or a game to preview. Um, uh, we will be uh, posting our podcast tomorrow morning at thehawkeyehuddle.com. That's thehawkeyehuddle.com. So let's think about this, David. We As we move forward, and I've already seen, by the way, uh, it came out, 247 Sports came out today with a, a way too early 2020-2021 basketball poll. The Iowa Hawkeyes ranked number nine in that. Um, I think that's about right if everybody comes back. And I, I really don't see Luca Garza going pro at this point. So I think that's about right. Well, I certainly right. don't see Joe Wieskamp going pro. No, 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 no. The The bigger question really kind of is, I, actually the biggest question for me is, I feel bad that you that you lose uh, guys like Evelyn and, and Creener, but Nunji will step in. Of course, you get Jordan Bohanna back, Bonahannon back, and and um, a handful of freshmen. Uh, the Perkins kid may actually be able to contribute. He's he's quite an athlete. Uh, Aaron Ulis might be able to contribute. And now you're looking at what do you do with uh, with uh, uh, Joe T. Um, you know, where, where does he come off the bench? What does Connor do? Patrick McCaffrey might be part of the mix, assuming uh, he's healthy and ready to go. I think Fran's back into the it's more difficult to find a rotation situation uh, again. And that, to me, is actually the bigger question out of all of it. If all those guys are healthy, where do the minutes go for all these guys? Because this year, he didn't have a lot of choices. It made it pretty easy on him. Well, yeah, there's no question about that. And and maybe Fran will just take into account that certain guys are not going to get minutes. And, you know, I think I've told you before, I, I think if Patrick McCaffrey actually ever gets to play again, it would be a, a big surprise to me. 
Um, and I hate to say that, but I just, you know, I mean, the kid's got, he's gone through cancer. He's had treatments and his body is just not able to sustain the kind of weight and, and recovery that you need if you're going to play 30 basketball games in the college basketball season. And, you know, you just, you, you got to look at guys like, uh, Jack Dungey and Cordell Pemsel and say, you know, you guys might be playing six minutes. I mean, that, that might be the conversation. I don't, I don't, I don't think you put Joe Tucson on the bench. I mean, other than the fact you got Jordan out there. And so Joe Tucson's got to, he'll understand, you know, Hey, Jordan is a fifth year senior. Uh, he's tremendously gifted when it comes to being able to shoot the basketball and those kinds of things. And so you just, it, you have to define the roles, and I think you have to define those roles before the season starts almost, rather than waiting for the season to play out. You know, guys will get hurt. That will open doors for other people. But you, you just have to have if – if you look at the way Bakari Evelyn end up playing, what, 15 minutes a game or something like that, if that's what you get from Toussaint, and, I mean, how do you take Connor out of the, out of the lineup? I mean – Good Lord, he led the country in assist to turnover ratio. It, well, it's it, it's it's a that's that's my question, right? I, I I think I hope that if Fran found anything this year, it was that he can ride a hot hand and let guys play even if they're a little tired, right? Uh, I, I it seemed in the past that he would yank guys for no good reason other than the fact that somebody else hadn't played enough, right? You pull out a hot hand, right? right? Guy makes three three three-pointers in a row, and he pulls him out because he's not the guy he wants in the game at that point in time just based on how this guy hasn't played yet. And this year with Joe Toussaint, I thought it was was really interesting to watch him literally the nights when Joe was going bad, you know, committing turnovers, couldn't get it done. Fran sat him, right? The nights right. where things are working out for that kid, he played him a bunch, right? And I don't. I'm hoping that's not just because he had less to pay attention to, but that he started to figure out the, the how how that felt, right? The feel for pulling guys in and out. Because Evelyn is another another uh, example of that. He had a number of games that were just bad, right? But there were a number of games right. where he was so good. So I, I'm hoping that that you're right that that he will find that because I think with all of these players uh Con- you're right connor how do you pull the kid off the court well you pull the kid off the court because jordan bohannon can score like 30 times better right but maybe he can't he can't play the kind of defense or can't uh it isn't the the assist man or or you know who knows but but and how does joe Toussaint work into that it'll be really really interesting the talent is going to be there uh like they haven't had for a while in terms of 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 the depth and we thought they had it a couple of years ago until you went, you really took a step back and realized what the shortcomings of the team were defensively, and and the the fact that they really had a difficult time with their consistency. But this this should be a very very good team next year. It'll 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 be fun. I'm disappointed we don't get to see them play it out this year. I'm disappointed for the Iowa women that we don't get to see them play that out this year at home after such an incredible season coming back. Uh, after their uh, Elite Eight run last year, looking at probably making a Sweet 16 this year, uh, only I, I, they're one of a handful of maybe of maybe 10 programs in the country that have the kind of consistency at women's basketball. 
and, and people don't recognize it. They recognize three or four names and they forget about Iowa. But when you look at what Lisa Bluters, and it's something, there's something ridiculous like 80 and 23 over the last three or four years. I mean, it's it's right. unreal. They're 36 in a row at home. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm disappointed we don't get to see that. But man, what a year it has been for them. Um, and even, and of course, the wrestlers, the way things were going for them. And I, I'd have to look at the roster right now. Who do we lose? And who do we lose off the uh, uh, off the first string in wrestling? Well, off the top of my head, I think you lose um, Young and Kemmerer. I think. Um, Where's Marinelli in there? Or maybe it's Marinelli, and you keep Kemmerer. It's one of those guys you lose. Um, but you know, Spencer Lee will be a senior next year. Uh, the Desant, uh, Desante at 33 should be back. Um, 41 was, I mean, there was a kid who was primed, uh, Lugo primed to win a national champion. I don't know if he's a senior or not. I think he is. So, I mean, you got a few holes. You got your heavyweight back. You have a- Abe Assand, you know, there who wrestled this year at uh, 80, 85 or 87. So you've got some, you've got some guys. I don't know if you have, obviously the ten that you have this year, but nevertheless, they should be. They're going to be poised to be very strong again next year. You know, when you have a guy like Spencer Lee who can rack up bonus points the way that he does and dominate matches, that's uh, that's a pretty big deal. So yeah, Lugo uh, was Lugo but, was a senior. Marinelli is a junior, so you still have him. And uh, you, you do uh, you lose out of the mix uh, if he could have stayed in there, um, uh, Wilkie. Uh, but then right. I think the rest but, of that that group is back, so they're still going to be extremely strong. Yeah, they should be. They should be. Kemmerer, and, and of course, you're right Tom, on Kemmerer too. Yeah. You know, Tom Brands has got uh, <laughs> unfinished business. I think would be probably the, their their motto. Uh, for next year uh, going in to the season, you know? And so I tried to ask Tom this. I don't think he heard me. Is, is spring football that's canceled? Uh, well, I, I, I think it is. And as I saw, um, as I understand it, uh, recruiting's canceled. I don't think they're letting big Ten's not letting anybody out recruiting either uh, right now. Well, I so, don't think anybody, I don't yeah, think anyone I think it is. is either. So what do we have for a last call for our, for our uh, foundry last call, my friend? Well, we that's no a great sports. question. Well, it, yeah, that is a very, very interesting. What is my foundry last call? Um, well, probably uh, tequila will be my last call uh, later tonight. But uh, I don't know. Perhaps our best last call would be one where we uh, – we just ask our fans and, and the people who listen to our show to be thoughtful and treat this uh, situation as it should be with respect. If somebody says stay home, we need to stay home. You know, yep. watch the Netflix. Go go to YouTube and watch uh, old Iowa. Which is what I did on I should I, I did on Thursday. Iowa Georgetown, Iowa North Carolina, and uh, Iowa. Um, uh, Iowa, Ohio State were my <laughs> my picks on Thursday. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, we got we got thirty it, it, seconds, man. Yeah, go ahead. Well, and Take so I'll, I'll give you this: you're over under uh, in in O'Hare. <laughs> uh, three hours. Uh, three hours. I'm going on the over. Yeah. 
I'm going on the over. Okay. That's my last call. But I agree with you. There's stuff out there to watch. Uh, it, we'll figure out a way. Get reacquainted with your families. Sports will be back. Read a book. They'll, they'll be back. Read a book. I haven't done that for a while. Uh, sports there will be back, go. and we'll we'll have fun with it. All right. Travel safe, my friend. And uh, have Thank a good St. Patrick's Day. We'll talk to you next week. All Very right. Good. And, uh, you know, I think David makes a great point. Um, as emotional as we get about all this, uh, because we are fans, uh, it is a part of our lives. But uh, it's the best part of our lives, one of the best parts of our lives. And let's, let's keep it that way. And, uh, yeah, we'll just, uh, if we keep everything in perspective, we'll be in good shape. Hey, we got one more week of Hawkeye Huddle. We'll be back next Tuesday, either in studio or at G Migs. You can uh, check us out, we'll figure that out. Uh, next week on the Hawkeye Huddle.